there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. This is Lorraine, and I'm Jeremiah. <laughs> and so, welcome to everybody out there. Uh, we're glad that you were able to join us and be a part of this uh, journey, like we always say, uh, reading our yeah. Bible one step at a time, right? That's right. That's yeah. right. So, how are you, Jeremiah? I'm doing well, thank you. It's it's a little bit cloudy today and, and get some rain outside here where we are in San Antonio, but doing well. How about yourself? Yeah, yeah we're doing good. Uh, today is uh, Veterans Day, so my husband is downstairs waiting patiently for me to, because uh, he has the day off, because he is uh, active duty right now. So, so he has the day off, which is kind of nice. Nice little three-day yeah. weekend. So That's good. Yeah. He's not on call this weekend. No, thank God. No. Yes. Yeah, so, and he's already put in for his Christmas time off. So that's going to be oh, good. hardly ever get Christmas. There's always mm. something that pops up. So, yeah. but he has put in for his time. So yeah, it's been good. So awesome. it's been a couple of days. We we did a mid. I kind of liked having that midweek. Did you? You know, when we did a midweek, I, I, I wish did. we could do that. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. And I hope we can. Um, it did throw my week off a little bit though. Cause I wasn't sure what day it was <laughs> today. <laughs> Any day. <laughs> I was like, wait, say Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. But I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I do the same thing. I, uh, every day I, I'm like, today is Monday. Right. And Rich is like, yes. I'm thinking it's not just an old thing. I think, I don't know. I just have to. Yeah, just like adjust they, to it. and. Well, it, like my weeks just blend, you know. They just kind yeah, of get do. blended and blurry and, you know. I know, so. Thanksgiving's like, yeah. in two weeks. I I was just going to say, it's like, it's already the, what's today, the 11th, November 11th? Yes. So, I, of course, for us, it's November 11th, but there might be listeners out there listening to this some other time. We don't even know when they, they're going to be listening to this, so. But as of right now, today is, we'll put a tag on it. Today is November 11th, 2022. So I just thought, we don't normally do that because, no, you know, but I just thought, well, what the heck? It's not, who cares? Whatever. So, so yeah, that's just been a, you know, just kind of blended uh, every day. Just, you know, kind of blurry. We had some friends that showed up on Wednesday night. Um, they had asked us to go to the Elton John concert, his farewell concert, and yeah. uh, it gets really crowded downtown, and uh, we're not big crowd people, so... Uh, you turned that down? Decided... What's that? You turned it down? Tur we did. Well, they were also, the tickets were like $300 a piece. Oh, wow, yeah. I don't think I'd pay yeah. that. Yeah, I, mean, I, just, I like his songs, but I'm not a fan necessarily. I I don't I don't I yeah, me too. I mean I love Elton John, you know, but again I don't think I wanted to spend three hundred dollars, six hundred dollars to go see them. You know I don't yeah. care if he's retiring or not. You know. That's true. <laughs> Personally, I would rather to go see like Mercy Me. You know Are they that still that together? to me. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're still I mean, together. They've been around a long time, haven't they? The first time I was working at the church when their song became really popular, I can only imagine. That was like their yeah. big first big song, and uh, that was like their you know breakout I, song. I thought they were around. I'm sure they were around before that, but. Well, they started before. Obviously, they started. I don't yeah. know how long before that they were together. I mean, I saw the movie. But there was like no dates. I'm sure you can look it up. But yeah, they were together for a while before mm -hmm. and touring before they actually did that breakout. So, sure, but I remember. Sure. So I was working at the church. I we, let me see. Okay, so we got to te Texas in two, 1999. I started working at the church in December of 2000. And sometime that year, I remember this vividly, some kid was either killed in a car crash or he might have committed suicide. I don't remember. And I don't even remember the boy's name because I was so new to the church. But anyway, I remember them playing that song 
at uh, at his uh, service. So it was that year, and it had just become that popular. So it was sometime around 2000, 2001-ish. Yeah, they they got together. They formed the band in 94. Oh. So, so I split. do remember. I did hear of them in high school. So. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I didn't start listening to Christian music until I got to San Antonio when I found Caleb. Yeah. Well, I went to a Christian high school, so we... I think Cassie had their CD or something. She was yeah. a, she was a good little Christian. She is still. Is I said a good it like she. <laughs> I just said it like she wasn't. <laughs> so to clarify, she still is. <laughs> uh, she needs to listen to this episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's funny. You guys are hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, no, I wasn't listening to any kind of Christian music. I mean, I was a Christian, but I didn't even know anything about, like, contemporary Christian. I, no, that's not entirely true. I'm I'm lying. So, I was introduced to Christian, con contemporary Christian music when I was living in Jacksonville, which is where I got saved. And one of the guys that was working maintenance introduced me to, like, Brian Duncan, um, Stephen Curtis Chapman, mm -hmm. uh, who, there was like two or three different CDs that he gave me that I downloaded. Was what was Carmen one of them? No, I never got into Carmen. I, I know that's crazy. I, there was something about him that I just didn't feel comfortable with. Isn't that funny? It is. I did attend a Carmen concert. I have not attended many concerts in my lifetime, but Carmen was one of them. Was he good? Was it I a good attended, concert? I attended the concert. I'm sorry. I was there. Yeah. Is there something you need to expound on? <laughs> well, this was before I was really a Christian. So it was early 90s. I hadn't uh, given my, my, my life to God fully at that point. Um, so my mom took me. Yeah. Yeah. I attended the concert. You keep saying that, which means that you weren't wholeheartedly like into it, I guess, is what you're trying to say. Correct. It was not. Yeah. It, and even, and it, 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 it was. And again, it could have been where I was as a person. Not, you know, necessarily be, I wasn't a Christian, so a lot of factors into it. And I was young, so it came off as cheesy to me. Yeah, I could see and, that. And it, it, looking back, it still was cheesy. Yeah. You um, know, I remember, I remember looking at Carmen. I remember seeing like pictures of him and he reminded me of Greg Brady. From the brain <laughs> That's who he looked like to me. Except more tanned. Very tan. Yeah, he He's was very, very tan, and he looked. I, yeah, I'm, and I, I'm, you know, I don't want to say anything. Uh, you know, you get impressions before you get, and I don't know anything about his character. Yeah, I have no idea, so I'm not going to say anything good or bad because I don't know. So yeah, it, it wasn't my taste of music for defamation, defamation of character. <laughs> so, because I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think his lyrics were pretty good. Um, yeah. I, I have just I based off what I remember. Uh, yeah. I don't even know that one song of his, nothing like maybe I have, maybe I've heard, you know, no, I, bet I you have. Yeah. But you have. I just don't remember him then playing him on Caleb. So I don't know if he like, didn't, cut like make the cut for their type of music i don't know yeah it was it, i think it was more more hip-hop but again i think it was a little bit before too your time so it wasn't it was early 90s yeah um so that i don't know before. that it, yeah. yeah i don't know that he my mom worked at at a, a baptist church and 
somehow got a hold of music. Like I, I don't know any of his songs, but if, if I heard one, I would probably recognize that was him. Like I've seen some on YouTube and like, oh, I remember that. Well, I'm going to have to um, look it up now because I'm kind of curious to see, you know, what kind of yeah. music he had and what he was doing back then. So now I was, like I said, I like I got introduced to that. You know, Brian Duncan was kind of jazzy sounding. Mm-hmm. And then you had Stephen Curtis Chapman, who was kind of country. And then... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of another band that I used to, and then I started like, then when I did find Caleb, then I started hearing like the older music from the late '90s, early 2000s. Mm. So there was like um, Jars of Clay, Jars of Clay, and the old Third Day was mm-hmm. you know pretty mm-hmm. big back then, and then there was like Point of Grace. Uh, I did like listening to Sandy Patty. I thought she, I mean, I love her voice, right? Isn't that her name? Sandy Patty? Could be. I don't remember her. Yeah. I mean, she was more uh, like an older uh, generation. So there was a lot of good stuff out there. Huh? Did you ever hear um, Toby Mac? What were they before? Oh, DC Talk. DC Talk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were... I did like DC Talk. I didn't know that Toby Mac was part of DC Talk until I was uh, listening to some kind of. I think it was. It might have been that movie, the Jesus Music movie that came out like a year ago. Do you remember that? Mm. I think it was called the Jesus Music or something like that. Anyway, um, they were interviewing Toby Mac and who's the other guy that was in DC Talk that was popular. Anyway, apparently they had a not a disagreement or a falling out, but they had a difference of opinion, I guess. And that's when I think uh, Toby Mac left and went on his own. I love Toby Mac. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I saw him uh, the year COVID started. That was like mm. like the last concert I'd ever been to. It was phenomenal. Was it was it? Sad. We had like nosebleed you know, seats, but it was still, man, it was so just fun. Well, it was interesting because that they broke out mainstream with uh, Jesus Freak, because it was yeah. here it was playing on the rock station. Really? Yeah. Like, like the regular music. Huh? Mm-hmm. And um, they had concerts like at small small clubs around here. They would come and hit the uh, like the rock clubs. Mm. Uh, we were old enough at the time to get in, but yeah, we were all excited about that. And and that's still one of my favorite. I'll, I'll listen to that album all day long. So there's a singer, and I can't remember his name. I want to say it's Peter something. But there's a, a singer that's in DC Talk. He's got a really, you know what a vibrato is? Like when... That your voice kind of warbles a little bit, like you're holding a note and it kind of goes. If you listen to people sing, there's a thing called a vibrato, and it's like. Okay. It's like to help this. It kind of sustains a note. Anyway, this guy has a really big vibrato. Uh, Freddie Mercury had a, a really big vibrato, vibrato, okay. very okay. strong vibrato, and that guy reminds me of Freddie Mercury's voice. Mm. And but I hear him on other songs, like I can hear him singing in other, like it's really fun. I'm gonna have to find out what this guy's name is because I'm like, who is that guy? Oh, Petra. That was another. I think he oh, used to yeah. sing. In, I think he used to sing in Petra because I remember hearing him in a very popular Petra song. So anyway, yeah. just interesting, you know. I love Christian music. I don't listen to anything else anymore. I don't really listen. I this couple that came to visit us, you know, they started naming like popular groups that are out there. I'm just like, I didn't want to say, I don't listen to secular music anymore. Cause I'm like, I don't want to be the stick in the mud, <laughs> but we were, we were just, you know, Rich and I are just like, we have no life. We don't, we don't really do anything. <laughs> They're like, don't you come downtown and hang out down here? It's like, what with the homeless people? No, you know, with the people who want to shoot me. No, thank yeah. you. Yeah, you yeah we're the same way. We don't. Although I will say I do. Um, I don't listen to everything, but I'll. I listen to my kids and I ask what they listen to, and so 
I'm aware of a lot of stuff and yeah. poor Cassie's not. So we make fun of her. I mean, I've at yeah. least heard of certain artists, whether or not I could name a song would is weird, but Cassie just is no clue what's out there. You know, it's the stuff that's out there right now. I Sometimes I let Gabriel, like, most of the time, because he doesn't want to listen to my stuff. But I let him attach his phone with his uh, Spotify account, and, like, he'll be playing some. And some of it's good. Some of it's, like, right, yeah, whatever. Right. But I don't know who these names of these people are, you know. But I, yeah. And I couldn't even pick a song out. You know, so, I mean, I used to be an avid radio listener. I mean, I, I knew all the songs. I was like Ron Blunt. I knew all the songs. I knew all the artists. Could pull them out of a hat if you needed me to. No problem. I'm, Rich was always amazed. He's like, how do you know that? I'm like, I have no <laughs> idea. I have no idea. But now, I, if you don't use it, you right, forget yeah. it. So, you know, I know my genres and I know my, like, the music I've got. You know, I've got probably, I don't know, maybe 100, 125 record albums that I own that I can't play because I don't have a record player anymore. <laughs> there so, were. They are now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And oh, funny vinyl. How much do you think a vinyl record is? Do you know? Isn't it like 25 bucks? Yes. I'm like $25 for vinyl. I used to pay like $5.99 for a vinyl album. Seriously. And a, and a 45, which they don't even know what a 45 is anymore. Uh, it was like a buck and a quarter. Yeah. yeah. And then they came out with cassettes, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. With one, two songs on each side. So mm -hmm. I coined the phrase casingle. I coined uh, that phrase. And all of a sudden, I started seeing that na that word popping up. I'm like, dang, I'm always behind the eight ball. <laughs> like, I come up with these ideas, and then, yeah, whatever. It's all good. So, all right. Well, do you want to, because uh, we're dilly-dallying, and, and the people out there are listening to us just chit-chatting, like, you know, like they're yeah, part of yeah. our... They're, they're in our living room. If we, if Hopefully we they're there. joining in the chit-chat. Maybe they're talking to the to what they're listening to and I know you know one day we're gonna go live I don't know how yeah. we're gonna do that but we're gonna have to do like live broadcasts that'll be fun to do don't you think I think so yeah oh, yeah I don't know how yeah. I don't know how to do that I do you do sure well we should do that we should just do live broadcasts on Friday why not and I don't know how to do, do listeners though can you get people we... to call in um, that would be embarrassing if we went live and we're like, okay, callers, uh, go ahead and chime in. It's like, you can, you'd have to play the little cricket, <laughs> little crickets in the background. <laughs> Nobody's calling us. <laughs> we, we, we can't get callers and uh, we can't really get callers, um, on our platform. Uh, we can take comments and oh, there you go. We could send links to people, but um, the platform that we're using now allows us to go live, but there, there's not really a way to, to, to quote unquote call in yeah. randomly. You know, I guess we have to like you know buy an, a radio station to do that, yes. Should I research yes. that and see what it would cost to buy a radio station? You can research it all you want. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how much that would cost. Oh, I'll, I'll have to um, do a little bit of checking around. Yeah. I don't know about that. Like, do you, um, do you think you buy like the, the, like, cause you have, well, of course, radio stations are probably becoming less and less because you've got Spotify and Apple and all that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you, yeah, I wouldn't know anything about that. Maybe I should buy a TV station. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't even, I don't know. That's anyway. going away too. <laughs> Everything's going away. It's like everything that I know to be true is like disappearing. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, between between all the juggling that I'm doing, 
I'll, uh, yeah, I'll uh, do that research. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're ready to, uh, we're ready to pray and, mm -hmm. oh, we didn't even tell everybody we are, sorry, we are episode 58.1. And we are in chapter 21 of Genesis. 21, so we, we're learning more about uh, Abraham and the growing of his family. So, all right. Well, I'm ready when you are. You want to pray? Yes, let's pray. All right, buddy. Holy, Holy Father, Lord, we come before you at this time and we, we give you praise and thanksgiving. Lord, what a wonderful opportunity that we have to to read your word and to share uh, what the Holy Spirit puts on our hearts. My prayer today is for our listeners and, and viewers that uh, they come with open minds and open hearts, Lord, and, and whatever you have, whatever word you have for them, we're able to, to pass that along. Uh, today, we are celebrating veterans, Lord, and my prayer is for each and every veteran and their family members. Uh, some have been through, uh, been through hell, Lord. Um, and, um, I just pray for them to have, uh, comfort and, and blessings, Lord. Uh, some are blessed to, to have an easier time, but it's not really, I wouldn't say it's, you know, it's, it's easy, Lord, uh, being away for, from their family, uh, training and and learning and being the best person that they can be lord so my prayer is that every veteran and every family member lord is blessed and and that we somehow show how thankful we are that they give up so much to to give us what sometimes we take for granted lord mm. my prayer is that um that most of all uh, through these days, Lord, that we're able to show your love and your kindness uh, the way Jesus did, Lord, and that we are able to be as much as we can like Jesus. And thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for our sins so that we can uh, experience true uh, righteousness in our lives, Lord. And we can share that with everyone around the world. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And Lord, I just want to tag on there. Uh, Gabriel's on a mission trip, moving, going up to San Francisco. They're driving up there right now. And Lord, I just pray for travel mercies over them. And uh, and I pray for success with the, uh, the homeless population up there in San Francisco, Lord. And uh, whatever it is that you need to accomplish through these young people. Uh, people that are going up there to spread Jesus's love to those poor uh, homeless people. Lord, I just ask you to, to do some miracles through these and uh, to give uh, clarity to these young people. And if there's anything they should be learning from this trip, I pray that you will, uh, that they, they will be open to, to whatever it is that, that you want them to understand. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. <clears throat> Thanks for that prayer over the veterans. That's, that was very nice. We'll talk about that later with the little things. Right? Sounds good. Yeah. What are we talking about? Yeah. Okay. All right. Episode 58.1, The Birth of Isaac, Chapter 21. The Lord kept his word and did for Sarah exactly what he had promised. She became pregnant and she gave birth to a son for Abraham in his old age. This happened at just the time God had said it would. And Abraham named their son Isaac. Eight days after Isaac was born, Abraham circumcised him as God had commanded. Abraham was 100 years old when Isaac was born. And Sarah declared, God has brought me laughter. All who hear about this will laugh with me. Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse a baby? Yet I have given Abraham a son in his old age. Hagar and Ishmael are sent away. When Isaac grew up and was about to be weaned, Abraham prepared a huge feast to celebrate the occasion. But Sarah saw Ishmael, the son of Abraham and her Egyptian servant, Hagar, making fun of her son. So she, so she turned 
to Abraham and demanded, get rid of that slave woman and her son. He is not going to share the inheritance with my son Isaac. I won't have it. This upset Abraham very much because Ishmael was his son. But God told Abraham, do not be upset over the boy and your servant. Do whatever Sarah tells you, for Isaac is the son through whom your descendants will be counted. But I will also make a nation of the descendants of Hagar's son, because he is your son too. So Abraham got up early the next morning, prepared food and a container of water, and strapped them on Hagar's shoulder, shoulders. Then he sent her away with their son, and she wandered aimlessly in the wilderness of Beersheba. <clears throat> when the water was gone, she put the boy in the shade of a bush. Then she went and sat down by herself about a hundred yards away. I don't want to watch the boy die, she said as she burst into tears. But God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven. Hagar, what's wrong? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Go to him and comfort him, for I will make a great nation from his descendants. Then God opened Hagar's eyes, and she saw a well full of water. She quickly filled her water container and gave the boy a drink. And God was with the boy as he grew up in the wilderness. He became a skillful, skillful archer, and he settled in the wilderness of Paran. <clears throat> His mother was arranged for him to marry his mother arranged for him to marry a woman from the land of Egypt. Abraham's covenant with Abimelech. About this time Abimelech came with Phicol, his army commander, to visit Abraham. God is obviously with you, helping you in everything you do, Abimelech said. Swear to me in God's name that you will never Deceive me, my children, or any of my descendants. I have been loyal to you, so now swear that you will be loyal to me and to this country where you are living as a foreigner. Abraham replied, Yes, I swear to it. Then Abraham complained to Abimelech about a well that Abimelech's servants had taken by force from Abraham's servants. This is the first I've heard of it, Abimelech answered. I have no idea who is responsible. You have never complained about this before. Abraham then gave some of his sheep, goats, and cattle to Abimelech, and they made a treaty. But Abraham also took seven additional female lambs and set them off by themselves. Abimelech asked, why have you set these seven apart from the others? Abraham replied, Please accept these seven lambs to show your agreement that I dug this well. Then he named the place Beersheba, which means well of the oath, because that was where they had sworn the oath. After making their covenant at Beersheba, Abimelech left with Phicol, the commander of his army, and they returned home to the land of the Philistines. Then Abraham planted a tamarisk tree at Beersheba, and there he worshipped the Lord, the eternal God. And Abraham lived as a foreigner in Philistine country for a long time. All right. I could have highlighted the whole thing. There was a lot. Yes. And I couldn't highlight because my mouse is acting up. Oh, well, shoot. <laughs> well, we'll do the best we can, okay? That's right. That's Did you highlight? I didn't see. I don't see any highlights, right? Right. Yeah, my mouse is uh, breaking down. All right. All right. Well, I'll, I can carry this uh, if if you're okay with that. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I I have some things highlighted in my brain. Okay. Well, then you start <laughs> with your highlights well, in my brain. <laughs> I was playing with the mouse till about verse eight. So why don't you start? Oh, oh, oh. All right. Well, okay. So, uh, it, basically, that whole first section, the Lord kept his word and did for Sarah exactly yes. what he promised. She became pregnant. She gave birth to a son, and his name was Isaac. And Abraham did what he was supposed to do. Uh, he, he was obedient and circumcised him. Uh, and I thought this was interesting. And Sarah declared, God has brought me laughter. Because she was laughing at him. Remember we've talked about that? That's right. 
Yes. She was laughing at God before when she said, you, what? You, you know, I'm not going to be having babies at a hundred years old. That's crazy. And so, yeah. <laughs> so she's saying, you know, God has brought me laughter and who would have thought that I was going to be nursing a baby at this age. So mm -hmm. then we go on to Hagar and Ishmael are sent away. And that's, I didn't pick up until nine, but you said eight. Um, no, I, well, that's when I really was trying to, I forgot about highlighting it at verse eight. Okay. <laughs> um, the whole first time I was trying to do something and it wouldn't let me, Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I do like, I do like nine. Um, uh, but Sarah saw Ishmael, the son of Abraham and her Egyptian servant making fun of her son, Isaac. So yeah, how, how difficult is that? I can't imagine one having your husband have a child with another woman, even though that was kind of encouraged, but, and then they're making fun of your child. Yeah. Like that's gotta be, that's weird. Yeah. That's how could hard. she not? Yeah. How could she not be upset about that? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, and I don't blame her. Get rid of her. You know, get rid of that slave woman. Now, from what I understand, and I think we've talked about this maybe before, but I'm not sure. Maybe this was, I talked with Sharon about this. So the break off of, uh, you've got Ishmael and Isaac. So what I understand is that Ishmael, I believe, and I could be completely wrong about this, and this is something we do a little research on. So any listeners out there, might want to check this out, but I think that the the Middle East division uh, between the Israelites and like all the other stuff. I don't. I don't. I. I don't want to say the Palestinians. What is the uh, shoot? What is the um, not the Taliban, but whatever the there's always been like that disrupt right are you looking it up yes yeah oh. i am so it is the birth of the israeli is it the birth of the israeli and palestinian conflict oh it is so okay that, so I was gonna, yeah, yeah wow I'm, okay i'm gonna I'm pat myself on the back because <laughs> my hand's closer <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's good to know that I was correct on that. So that is the part of the, 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 that's the beginning. That's the break off. Right. So, so there, that's part. So, so when I say that there's so much rich history in here and I keep saying it over and over again, there's a reason you have to read your old Testament because you've got to get the background of why so much stuff has happened over all these years. So anyway, so, all right. So we know that that's, uh, that's the case. So she says, get rid of him. And Abraham is obviously upset because that's his first child, I believe. Right. right? So, yeah. you know, who wants to get rid of your firstborn son? Mm -hmm. And so, uh, but God says to Abraham in 11 and 12, you know, don't be upset uh, over this boy and your servant. Do whatever Sarah tells you. For Isaac's going to be this, the son through whom your descendants, your your Israelites are going to be counted. And then, of course, Ishmael is going to be the, the father of all the descendants of, I guess, the Palestinians. So that's the other part of it. And, of course, there's going to be, you know, and it's always got to do with money, I think. It's like the oil, the money, the mm -hmm. whole, it's always got to do with something, I think, that that's what, that, what all the discord is. Land, yeah. you know, okay. I didn't so, pick up again. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was going to say, I have, I have kind of a thought on this um, because I know there's a lot of uh, discussion as far as where women were belonged throughout the Bible and what their role was and everything. So I find it significant that this early in the Bible that, you know, Sarah was upset about something and God was like, no, she has a right to be upset. She's an equal part of this. 
and he didn't tell Abraham to shun his wife or, you know, don't listen to her or anything. He was like, you know, do what Sarah tells you. You, she, she has equal input on this and this is God understood. I think the, the, the anger, the justified anger that Sarah had in this situation. Uh, yeah, I think that that's, that's a, uh, that's very noteworthy. And, uh, and, you know, it goes back to, or jumping forward to Ephesians where it says, you know, women need to be, uh, what is it? Obedient to their husbands. Is that right? Submit, mm-hmm. submit to their husbands. Sub- but that's not what it's right. saying. Actually, it's saying you're in partnership, you know, ultimately, yes, the husband's going to make the final decision, but it's going to be based upon the discussion between everybody, you know, and everybody's in agreement with it. So, you know, that whole, you know, you have to really understand what God's trying to say. And like you said, you know, God is saying, well, Robert used to say that he's like my, my, my uh, accountability partner was his wife. And he's like, God Mm -hmm. speaks through, you know, my wife to me. So that's what he's saying here. You know, listen to what Sarah is saying because I'm speaking through her. So right, right, and, and I think there's only like in in that group of verses you mentioned about the wife submitting. I think there's only like two verses that God is commanding what the woman to do, but I think there's eight that commands what the man is supposed to do. You exactly. know, in that sense. That's right. Um, and be the head, be the spiritual leader and not be someone who's just there and lazy or whatever. So there's a lot to look into that, but, um, no, Sarah's justified in that, you know, this, this is a tough situation that she's in Yeah. and, and they're making fun of her kid. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, you, you, you want to, uh, defend your child. You want to protect your child. You know, from anybody doing anything mean to them and bullying them. It sounds like they were bullying him, you know. So see, bullying happened, you know, years and thousands of years ago. It's not like this is a new thing. Right, exactly. (laughs) So anyway, Um, I did not pick up again until 17. uh, But Abraham got Um, up early. So so let's go into 14. Abraham got up early the next morning, prepared, you know, he got got them food, got them, you know, set up to travel. Uh, and they, he sends away his son into the wilderness and then the water's gone. And she sits down by herself a hundred yards away from the boy. I don't want to watch my boy die. The boy dies, she said. And she starts crying. Of course, God hears her cries cause he, and he heard her cries the first time. Remember when she right. ran away the first time? So, you know, he keeps hearing her. So, so poor little Hagar is important, you know, but she also made a bad mistake by making fun of Isaac. You know, they shouldn't have done yeah. that. So she's kind of, you know, I don't know. She, she made a big, big mistake. Big, big mistake. So anyway, <laughs> um, uh, so don't cry. Uh, I've heard your cries. Don't be afraid. Uh, go to the boy, comfort him, because he's going to be uh, a, make a great nation from his descendants. Then God opened Hagar's eyes, and she saw a well full of water. She quickly fills up her water container and gives the boy a drink. Uh, God was with the boy as he grew up in the wilderness. Now, you got to remember, back a couple of chapters ago, this boy was supposed to be wild. Remember, he was going to be a wild yes. child. and. Just running crazy. So we don't know what exactly he turned into. Maybe we hear a little bit later about him. He became a skillful archer and he settled in the wilderness of Paran and his mother arranged for him to marry a woman from the land of Egypt. So I'm kind of wondering where, who he married. So that history must be the Palestinian history. So you'd have to go digging over into what whatever I don't, I wouldn't even know where to begin with that research, honestly. I mean, I guess you start on Google right. and, and start working through it anyway. Yeah. I, God didn't yeah. have to promise him anything. No. I find that just too, that God is like, you know, because of the situation that you got yourselves into, <laughs> yeah. I'll still bless you. 
Well, that just goes to show you the, the richness of God's mercy and his forgiveness, you know, because they were disobedient to him. He specifically said, you're going to have kids, just, you know, you're going to have a son. And then there, and so Sarah got impatient and she convinced Abraham to go sleep with Hagar, you know, so this is really her own doing. She did this to herself. Right. Because they were being sinful, you know, and this is, and that's part of the history of the Israelites. You know, they, they, for a little bit, they listen to what God's telling them to do, and then they go off the beaten path, and they start doing their own thing, you know, and it always bites them in the butt every time. And you'll, well, I mean, you'll that, start... That's hearing, everybody, though, right? I mean, that's all of that us. That is everybody. Yeah, absolutely. I, what's that saying? Point one finger out and four pointing back, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's me. I'm like, I'm not going to, yeah, point a finger back at myself. So anyway, all right. Uh, so now we're up to uh, Abraham's covenant with Abimelech. The only reason why I know how to say that word is because of my friend Sharon, because I could not pronounce that name to save my life. <laughs> so uh, I started highlighting in the middle of 22, where all Abimelech right. tells... Uh, Abraham, God is obviously with you, helping you in everything you do. Swear to me in God's name that you will never deceive me, my children, or any of my descendants. So Abimelech is giving acknowledgement that God is, is God. He is, you know, the one and only God. And he wants to make sure that he's on the right side, it looks like to me. And he says, I've been loyal to you, so now swear that you will be loyal to me and to this country where you are living as a foreigner. And then Abraham says, yes, I swear to it. Uh, but then he complains to Abimelech about the well that Abimelech's servants took the well by force from Abraham's servants. And of course, Abimelech's like, I, I didn't know anything about it. You never said anything before. Right. And so Abraham then gave some of his sheep, goats, and cattle to Abimelech, and they made the covenant, a treaty. And then he gives him seven additional female lambs, and Abraham replies to the question, why did you set these apart? Please accept these seven lambs to show your agreement that I dug this well. So he wants to make sure that everybody knows that Abraham dug the well. That's his well. Right. And uh, and the name of it was called Beersheba, which means well of the oath. And then the very last uh, verse I highlighted was 34. And Abraham lived as a foreigner in Philistine country for a long time. So we know that the Philistines uh, are always a thorn in the Israelite side. And we're going to yeah. run into that later on. So. So that's it for today. That's uh, did you have well, anything else to add on to that? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I have two things that I want to add to this. So um in verse 22 when uh he comes up to Abraham and said God is obviously with you helping you do everything you do. I can I think that links to the New Testament. You know, how are they going to know that we're Christians? It you know, it's by the fruit we bear. So obviously oh, you know, Abraham is doing living uh in a way that people know oh you we know what god you worship right and so it's 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 obvious to people around him which is how we're supposed to live um and then this whole treaty thing you know i think it's it's it's, it's it leads back to to jesus and 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 how he teaches how we should handle conflict you know abraham he, this is the first that Abimelech hears about it because they're face to face. And Abraham probably in man's law has every right to, to attack or do whatever he wants. But no, he decides, you know what, let's go about this in a, an agreeable way. I'll give you, I'll make a treaty with you by giving you these animals. If you just, just leave me alone. Like it's, it's not about me being more powerful or I know my God can strike you down, but it's, Let's do this in a way that you will agree that, you know what, I didn't do anything wrong, but take this gift and let's grow from it. 
You know, it's funny you should say that because that's, I think that's Matthew 28, where it teaches you how to uh, solve conflicts. So, mm -hmm. and they use this usually, I think they used it at Trinity. They used it at Trinity, they used it at Saks, and I think they use it here at Gabriel's school too. So you're supposed to, if somebody's wronged you, you're supposed to go to them and say, hey, you, you did this to me. You know, you shouldn't have done that. And hopefully you can resolve it. If you can't resolve it with that person, if they don't apologize or they don't, you know, fix it or whatever it was, then you go to a third party and bring them in and, and, and use them as a mediator. And then if it's still not, you, I think you bring in other people. Uh, but there's like this little chain of events that you're supposed to go through. And it, it sounds to me like that's exactly what's going on here, but they, they right. solved it between the two of them right from the very beginning. Mm. So that was very good. That was good. Good insight. All righty then. So now are we done? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I don't want to stomp all over you. So there is something I did want to say here, which I, I, I realized the other day I was reading when uh, Sodom and Gomorrah are destroyed and uh, afterwards, you know, he saves his daughters, you know, lots, two daughters are saved and they decide to be sinful in their nature. And they are like, Hey, we're not going to be able to get married because everybody's been destroyed now. So let's go sleep with dad and get pregnant. And so from that, from their sinful nature came, uh, so they had, each one got pregnant and you had the older daughter had Moab who became the, the ancestor of the Moabites. And then the other one's name was Ben Ami and he became the ancestor of the Ammonites. And both of those tribes were consistently fighting with the Israelites. So again, mm -hmm the sin of the of the of the people the sinful sinful nature brought about this conflict that's consistently happening with these israelites so that'll come later on i'm just giving you a kind of a spoiler alert for later on so take note of that all you listeners out there that there's going to be a lot of conflict that's going on there so you, it's like the moabites the ammonites the uh, Canaanites, the Pal the not the, the Philistines, all of these are, it's all trickle down from mm -hmm. people taking things into their own hands, as always, you know. They didn't put their trust in God, that God would give them children. Right. And that's where it comes from. So it comes down to a, a, a basic trust that God will take care of it. And if he doesn't give you children, there's a reason why. There's a reason, you know, there's a reason for everything. God is a God of order. We've said it before. He has a plan. And if he doesn't deem whatever it is that's happened to you or not happened to you or me or you, whoever, uh, it's because it's part of his plan. And we just have to be in his will. That's what it comes down to. So. Right, right. All right. I'm off my pedestal here now. I'll get off the soapbox. Sorry, guys. Just thought I'd say that out loud. All right, well, that's it for the reading today. We always, um, at this point, give everybody the opportunity to say the prayer of salvation. If you haven't made Jesus Lord of your life, if you haven't made a choice for Jesus, uh, this is your moment. And I always say this, it's not between Jeremiah and me and you, it's between you and God. And so it's a heart issue. And if you're ready to make Jesus Lord of your life, then we will lead you in the prayer. And uh, anybody else out there who is already a believer, you're more than welcome to say it as well. So uh, let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only son, Jesus Christ, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I accept him into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
If you said that prayer for the first time, uh, Jeremiah and I both encourage you to get to a pastor or a church um, and start navigating into the next part of your Christian life. Um, this is not a spectator sport, as I've heard. It's uh, you've got to be a part of it. And uh, so start living for Jesus. We also tell you to mark today in your Bible on today's chapter, which was chapter 20. Uh, mark today is your new birthday in Christ and go celebrate. Um, and we'd love to hear from you. So Jeremiah, yes. how would they contact us? A couple of ways to get hold of us. You can always email us, Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org, Jeremiah at leapoffaithpodcast.org. You can go to our Facebook page, uh, our Instagram. Uh, you can also contact us uh, through the comments on uh, the podcast that you listen to. Always give us a thumbs up, uh, our YouTube page. Share it. Let other people know. And we're, we're here for uh, reading God's word into the world. That's exactly right. One day, one chapter at a time, five days a week. That's what we do. And we have been consistent. I mean, I think we've been really, really consistent doing this for over a year now. So if you've missed any of the episodes, you can always go back, start from the beginning, uh, however you want to, if there's, you know, whatever. I mean, there's 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 so many different ways that you can get uh, listening to this. So and we do encourage you to share it for sure. You can use this as a tool if you wanted to start a Bible study feel free to use it. This is not like we're, you know, we don't want to keep it contained. We wanted to get it out there. So, yeah. That's right. Right? Oh, yeah. So, well, now we go to, it's the little things. <laughs> it's always the what little things. What are we things. talking about? Today we're talking about, you, you started touching upon that with, yeah, yeah ask I, me one more time. I've had Please. to ask her two or three times already. <laughs> Before we started recording. So uh, he already touched on it today. He, st he uh, prayed over the veterans because today is Veteran Day. So uh, we just wanted to give a shout out to all the veterans out there uh, and their families. It's not just the people who are actually uh, in the military, whatever branch it is. And we will name the branches that is the Army, Air Force, uh, Coast Guard, Marines, Navy. I think that's it, the five branches. I don't think there's any Space more. Force. Oh, yeah, we have Space Force now. So, And that's, mm -hmm. I think they're based in San Antonio. Is that right? Are they? I think so. I think I've heard that because Rich and I talked about uh, me getting a job working for the Space Force. <laughs> I think I, did I apply? I think I looked at IT jobs for them. Yeah, that'd be fun, I, I think. I do, yeah. I do know they're graduating from the Air Force Academy. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. They're not even using Navy guys. They're just using the Air Force. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I'm not going to. Mm -hmm. Whatever. I'm a little biased towards the Navy because we are a Navy family. So, yeah. There you go. It's all good. But, yeah, reach out to uh, the veterans. Uh, mm -hmm. And, you know, during this time, especially during the holiday times, I'm going to say this out loud. Um, to, if you can, uh, there are, and I don't know the, I don't know how to get a hold of them, honestly, uh, but you can, um, invite a service member them. and host them for Thanksgiving, I think, and for Christmas, uh, you know, because mm -hmm. there are some that are out there that are stationed away from home and they got nobody to spend the holidays with, so... It's always a good way. Always pray for the military. Uh, they're they're always in need of prayer. Uh, it is a hard life. It's not uh, mm -hmm. it's not easy, you know. So you know from experience, I can say that we've yeah, been say, married yeah. for what's that? Go ahead. I was gonna say yeah, you've lived it, or you are living it still. I am still living it for about another well, maybe another two years. I don't know. We're we're slated to. And I say we, I mean, everybody laughs when I say that. Yeah. It's like when we were in medical school, we were in medical school, all of us. <laughs> I mean, we all put, we all suffered, you know. I mean, he put in all the work, but we did the 
the backside work, you know. So, you know, you just, it's, you know, being a part of a family, not just a military family, it's all in. And everybody, you know, needs to put in their part, you know, do their part in order to support the family, you know. So it's not just military people. Everybody, everybody should be in that mindset. So, but when you don't have, uh, like we, we did, we did Hawaii and my in-laws were there. So they helped out. When we got to San Antonio, we didn't know anybody. I mean, not, I think we knew maybe two other families that were stationed at Randolph and mm. that was it. And, um, yeah, I mean, you're away from family. You got no support, nothing. And, you know, we were going to church at the, the, uh, base church at Randolph. And then we got a card in the mail. Did I ever tell you the story? No. Okay, so we we found a place to rent over there uh, off of 1604, where we used to live, up in Northern Hills. And um, we get this card in the mail. It was like, uh, come to the grand opening of the new Community Bible Church campus, and da-da-da. And Rich and I are looking at this card going, what the heck is a Bible church? We had no idea. We're like, what is Community Bible Church? Is it a cult? (laughs) (laughs) So... We both had different criterias for church. I needed a good worship ministry, and he wanted a good preacher, which is usually how it goes. Men want to go to see somebody who's real and who doesn't want to dig into their pockets all the time. And so I sent Rich to go check it out, and he came home, and he said, he goes, I think this is a good church. He's like, I I really like the preacher. Uh, He seemed really down to earth. And he goes, you know what? They didn't pass the plate. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, they didn't pass the plate. They had like these boxes out in the lobby to put your, you know, your checks in. He goes, but nobody was like pressuring you for money. I'm like, really? So that kind of, you know, and that was one of Robert's big things. And from there, I mean, that's where we, we settled in there. We didn't go looking at any other church and we got to be part of a really big family. Um, It was amazing. So, yeah. So back to the veterans, support your veterans, (laughs) pray for them, reach out to them, you know, and not just the veterans who are actually currently serving, but also the ones who are retired or, uh, you know, did their time. And, you know, the VA needs a lot of support and, you know, wounded warriors. That's another, uh, way to, to what's his name? Um, Gary Sinise. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Lieutenant Dan from mm-hmm. uh, Forrest Gump. He, uh, he does a tour around the country, and he goes from base to base to base, and he plays concerts for the military people. It's completely free for us. They put out a big spread. There's food. There's games for the kids. There's a car show, a whole bunch of stuff. It's really cool. Interesting. But What's that? I said that's just interesting. I knew he did something. I didn't know how big it was. It's huge. It's the Gary Sinise Foundation. So shout out to Gary Sinise um, if anybody's listening. But uh, yeah, you can volunteer for that. uh, I don't know what you call it. Foundation. Um, There's so many ways to reach out and help out. So yeah. Definitely. The other thing we wanted to talk about, too, if we have time. Do we have time, or should we put it on to the next one? Um, we can talk about it. Because I'm kind of interested in, in what... Do you have time? I have a few minutes. Yeah, we can talk. We were going to talk about mission work. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm kind of interested in... Anything? Yeah, what? in Gabriel's opportunity. Oh, yeah. So, so Gabriel, my son, uh, a couple weeks ago said that he was interested in going to this mission. And, you know, people traditionally think that if you do mission work, you have to go out of your country. And that is not entirely true, especially here in America. There's tons of 
oh, mission yeah. work to be done right here in our own country. And mm -hmm. so the church that's linked to our school uh, has been working with the homeless people up in San Francisco for I don't know how long, maybe a decade. Oh, wow. And so I don't know exactly what they do. Uh, this was the first time I've heard of it. But uh, so about, I think it was like eight or 10 kids, mostly seniors, uh, went and they they're, they should be actually arriving pretty soon um, up there in San Francisco. It's about an eight hour drive from here. And I think they minister to the homeless people up there. I don't know if they, you know, if they're, preaching to them, if they're doing church services, uh, I'm not quite sure, but I'm sure I'll get the skinny on it when he gets back on Monday. So they leave today and they don't get back until Monday. So please pray for them. I, I know I prayed for them too, but you know, sometimes these mission trips uh, uh, is, an, is an awakening for the people who actually show up, especially the young kids. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's going to yeah. be interesting to hear what they uh, what they accomplish up there. So it's bad. It yeah, I know up there it's bad. We I was part of a church uh, in New Braunfels, and they they have actually a pretty big homeless population there. And so uh, they would do, I think Saturday Saturday morning church, and they would have a meal. And it was a really cool experience because I mean it was I mean they would it was church service but it was never more than that it was like come in worship with us pray with us and eat it wasn't let's force you to do this or that but let's you know this this particular church its main mission was was the homeless and yeah. uh, you know they did a lot of good and they're still doing a lot of good. Well, CBC used to have the church under the bridge. Remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. The church under yeah. the bridge was really big. I think they're still big. Um, so, cause I, I think know, it trades off, right? Like there's like several churches involved with that. I think so. I think you're right. Oh gosh. What was that guy's name? Oh, I can see him so vividly. He had a nickname for me. I can't remember what it was. It was a nice nickname. Not a, not a, not a mean nickname. <laughs> it was really nice. But anyway, um, Oh, gosh, what did he call me? But I could see him. Oh, my gosh. He was really nice. Anyway, he's the guy that kind of headed up everything. And I think you're right. There was like a multiple, um, you know, church, um, churches working together. So and I know John David, uh, he used to be really big uh, with the homeless people down there. He was kind of, you know, he was he wasn't a mentor, but he. uh What's the word when you look up to somebody? Not mentor, but anyway, uh, <laughs> he was just a really good example of what a good Christian is. And like mm -hmm. he would tell me stories about like he would he'd be like driving down 1604 and somebody be hit, hitchhiking and he'd pull over and pick him up and say, where do you need to go? Wow. And I'm like. Now, I don't, I don't, think, I don't promote I, I that. that. Right. What's that? I said, I, I don't I've, think I could do that. Well, I have done that. I've, I've, and I, crazy as it sounds, and I'm, again, I'm not giving like kudos to myself, but we were driving home from church and um, we were going through Redland, Redland Road coming mm -hmm. between 1604 and Bulverde. And right. there was some girl in the rain walking she looked very out of place i don't know what she was doing over there i had i think it was joshua no i had gabriel in the back seat with me he was really little so and rich was in the car behind me we were coming back from church so anyway i'm driving i see this girl i passed her and i thought I, for some reason i just felt god telling me to go pick that girl up and get her to wherever she had to be so I looped around, came back. Rich is like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is before cell phones, you know? Right, right. So I was just like, just, you know, I waved him on, whatever. So I picked her up. Oh, my gosh, she smelled so bad. She sat in the back seat. And I, I said, you know, where do you need to go? She goes, I just need to get to 
a convenience store to get some food. And I'm like, okay. So I took her down to the, to the gas station, not too far away. And then dry, she, I said, well, where do you want me to drop you off? And she's like, I just need to come back here. I need to meet my boss. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So, you know, all sorts of thoughts are going through my head of what her lifestyle yeah. was. And I was asking her where she came from. She came from like, I don't know, Mississippi or something like that. And or Georgia, and she, you know, she had no place to live. But I pointed her in the direction of, of Community Bible Church. I gave her my business card. I'm like, call this phone number on here, and somebody will reach out and help you. I promise. And you know, I did what I felt as much as I could to help her with having sure, a kid sure. sitting in my back seat, you know. But you know, everybody. But to me, I felt like I was not just helping her, I was kind of setting a good example for my kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like passing that on. So, yeah. So John David is sort of that person that I always looked up to, you know, to, you know, to give, I don't know. I just, when God tells you to do something, you got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree. I agree. And, you, and I know it sounds crazy, you know, to stop. I've stopped on the side of the road and given people food. Uh, I've, you know, I've we that. used to carry bat. Okay, so here's something you can do, and it's really easy. And you know who used to do it? It was Mrs. Smith. You, I don't think she, she was, I don't think you were there when she was there at Trinity. But they made the kids take gallon bags, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Ziplocs, water bottle, pair of socks, bar of soap. Uh, maybe a can of like Vienna sausages or something, you know, stuff that was easy that they can easily, you know, use. And, uh, and she's like, if you see somebody just hand them a bag, keep a, you know, keep five or 10 bags in your car and just hand them a bag. Yeah. Cause I know I didn't know her, but the kids, our kids did that from Trinity too. They would make little care packages. Yeah, I mean, so that's a challenge. We're going to throw that challenge out to anybody who's listening. You know, go ahead and, you know, start carrying those little Ziploc bags in your car. And you can do mission work just from your car at the at the intersections. That's right. You don't have to give them money. If you don't feel like comfortable giving them money. Right. You know, because, right. you know, again, you, you never know. You don't know, you know. You just got to do what God's telling you to do. So, Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Oh, we went over an hour this time. That's unusual. Oh, we? we don't normally do that. Yeah, I just happened to look over there at the clock. So. Oh, yeah. Well, that's it for today, everybody. Uh, we are so uh, just blessed to be able to do this with everyone. Uh, and we're glad that you were able to join us, whether it's morning, noon, or night. We don't know, but we're just happy that you're here. So... Y'all have a great weekend, and I will see you guys on Monday. I'll see you next week. Take care. Bye.